Hello and welcome to the Business Mindset Podcast with Lois Ware. This podcast is designed for anyone who is yearning for growth, motivation, inspiration, focus in life and business. So if you're struggling to make sales, frustrated because your clients keep telling you they'll get back to you, but they never get back to you, I'm here to help you fix that. So join me on this amazing, incredible journey that will change your life and business. It is time to grow. Hi guys, it's good to be back on the podcast. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm super pumped. I'm super excited to be back on the podcast because I have an, I have amazing, amazing content for each and every one of us. The question is, are you ready for the podcast this year? So guys, I'm starting this year's episode with a very good friend of mine. And I can't wait for you guys to meet him, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel Jibowu is a productivity coach. He teaches people how to earn more money by selling more. Over the past 10 months, over 5,000 persons have passed through his trainings. He has built two communities, first on affiliate marketing and secondly on freelancing. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Samuel. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Samuel on the podcast. Thank you so much, Samuel, for finding time to come on this podcast. You know, you're a very busy person. And when I reached out to you, I was not sure you were doing sales because of your busy schedule, but I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. And I know everyone that's going to listen to this podcast is going to learn one or two things on how they can move their business or how they can take their business, you know, to the next level. Thank you so much, Lois. I'm also excited to be on this podcast. And, you know, um, when you reached out to me, I had to clear my schedule because I was like, ah, if it's going to be a podcast, then definitely I have to jump on it. Of course, I've listened to previous of your podcast before, and I must confess you're doing a really great job. Thank you, Lois. Thank you so much. I mean, you had to clear your schedule. Thank you. I'm really grateful. Uh, thank you so much. So I remember I told you that uh, we're going to be talking about sales closing because you know bulk of this podcast is um, tailored to helping business people, you know, increase their sales, grow their business. So as a sales expert or as you know an excellent salesperson, uh, what can you you know tell business people, especially small business people? I mean, how can you counsel them or how can you help them? I mean, what? As in, can you show them the path to making more sales? I mean, because I feel like a number of businesses are struggling with, okay, how can I make more sales? How can I grow my business? How can I get more clients? And this is like a big deal for people or for business people. So can you just tell us how, you know, your sales journey started and how you've been able to, you know, hit, you know, the targets you've hit so far? Thank you. Thank you so much, Lois. I, I think I got your question and I'll try to answer it in the best way possible. Of course, I'm a salesperson and I, I feel sales is something that everybody's into, either consciously or unconsciously. Everybody's in the business of sales. It doesn't matter if you sell a physical product. It doesn't matter if you sell a digital product. It doesn't matter if you're working in nine to five and you don't have a business that you, you know, like what we call sales or selling. Of course, because Every day that goes by, one day, one thing or the other, you're always in a conversation with someone. And once you're in a conversation with someone, of course, you are trying to sell an idea, sell a belief system, sell an ideology, make that person see things from your own view. So automatically, that is also selling. That is selling. There's something I do tell um, some of my students and mentees. I say, product, selling pro- product and services 
is like the least form of selling. All right, is the least form of selling. Real selling has to do with selling ideas, selling yourself, selling your thought process, influencing people to think in a certain way. All right, so products and services are. Um, I see it as a byproduct. It's something that comes naturally once you've succeeded in selling yourself, selling your ideology, selling your beliefs to people. Once you can do that effectively, the product and service are going to sell themselves without you, you know, doing a lot of effort. All right, now, so speaking about my journey, I started, I, I got into the internet space in um, 2021, January 2021, January 2021, and prior to that, I was like at the lowest point of my life at the time, that was November, there about 2020, I was like at the lowest point of my life. I'd lost everything I had to Forex and, you know, there was this depression and a lot of things. So I literally did not even know what direction my life was taking. I literally did not know. So at, at the time, I just knew that, okay, at this point, I just needed to find something to do, something that could, you know, put in cash flow, something that could put money in my hand, something that could, you know, feed me on all of that. And long story short, I wouldn't want to go into all the details. I landed into sales, all right? I landed into sales January 2021. Yeah, that was last year, January 2021. I think I'll be a year in sales now, 2022, all right? So I, I started January 2021, and I started picking up around March. Of course, when I started, there was a lot of laxity. There was this struggle of, of will people buy. There was this self-esteem issues. I found it difficult to believe and trust in myself, all right? So it took me a while. So I think around March, thereabouts, it started picking up. That's information marketing then. Of course, affiliate marketing came about again and became the boss of 2021. Of course, and around April, I started affiliate marketing, picked it up, became one of the top affiliates on one of the affiliate uh, platforms I affiliate with. That's Lenoflix and... Um, yeah, that's how it's been for me. And, you know, started hit, um, 2022 again in information products, information marketing, and I've been selling and selling and selling. Wow, that's really amazing. Thank you so much, Samuel. But when you were speaking, you said something that really caught my attention. You said that you never, okay, from what I could, you know, grab from what you said, it's, I mean, what I could see was the fact that you never planned to be a salesperson. It was just, it just happened because you had to do something because you were at a low point in your life when you needed to make cash, right? So, yeah, yeah, sure. So, sure. I'm going to ask because a lot of people ask questions like, are you saying that um, this sales tool, um, anybody can do it or are we born to do it? Because apparently from what you said, it doesn't feel like you were born to do sales, right? But along the line, you got into sales. So, there's this um this comparison people say like okay uh sales people are born sales people are made i mean what can you say about it as for someone like who did not you know really think that he was a salesperson until he had to like go into it so what can you say about that aspect please all, all right i think first of all i want to say that um, nobody's born a neck part in any field it doesn't have to be sales nobody's born nobody's born nobody, how, how am i going to put it now Nobody's born an expert. Nobody's born a veteran. Everybody has to start from the beginning. All right. So it doesn't matter uh, whatever it is you want to start. You have to start from the beginning. So 
nobody's born a salesperson. Everything I know today was learned, of course, and everything any other person knows that is doing well, that is stopping his industry, was also learned. So if it was learned, that means it can be replicated, right? That means if you learn what I learned, how I learned it, chances are that you replicate or have even greater result than I have, all right? So, of course, nobody's born a salesperson. You have to sit down to learn. Now, I was talking about um, how I got into sales. It wasn't like something I planned for, all right? Now, I'm branching into the under aspect of my life now based on this question, yeah. all right? So, this yeah. was how it started for me. This was how it started for me. November 2020 was like, um, let me not say November, October thereabouts, not exactly, towards the tail end of next year. So it was like the lowest low for me. It was a very low point for me in my life. And I just knew I needed to pick up something, something I can learn and grow in, all right? So I jumped into copywriting, of course. Then when I started copywriting, I started freelancing as well, all right? I started freelancing. Now, this was what now happened. Because of the um, epileptic uh, power supply and all of that, I struggled to keep up with jobs at home, all right? So I had to start sourcing for, you know, offices and places that have, you know, power supply and all of that, where I could, you know, go to do my copywriting jobs. And that was how I stumbled on a tech hub, all right? A tech hub here in Kaduna, that's a collab, which I was now going to, all right? So you just pay like a monthly subscription you have access to. Lights to fast, lights, data, and all of that. All right. So I found myself there doing my copywriting job. Of course, I was doing the day, you know, going there in the morning, leaving there in the night. So eventually, when I got there, I now got exposed to tech. That was also, that was also another branch of my life again. All right. I got exposed to tech. I fell in love with UI design, product design. All right. So by December 2021, I was already kind of bored with. Um, freelancing, copywriting, I needed like a new challenge. I know it sounds weird, something I did for just a month or thereabout, but wow. at the point I just knew I needed something extra going into 2021, alright? Mm. And that was how I picked up product design, alright? So, I said learning product design at the time, then I was doing the sales and all of that by the side. So, the idea was to use sales to finance my journey in tech. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, the, so that was that was it. It wasn't like sales wasn't something I planned. That okay, I'm gonna sit down with this thing at all. The idea was while I'm in tech, I use sales to you know finance it. That was the game plan. That's from 2021. Of course, as I said that, I now started getting deeper and deeper into sales. All right, to this point. But from the onset, I never really planned going you know this far in sales. Of course, and this year again, I'm going back starting an actual learning myself and I want to get into software engineering as well. Doing it together with you know the sales and all of that. I, I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did, you did, you did. You know, I feel like um when you said you sales to finance, you know, tech, you wanted to do tech. So are you saying that you are more passionate about tech than sales? Or let me just come, let me change this way because I mean, I met people who say things like, or oh, what did you say to this person? Someone that's, that's like, you know what? Um, I think I have I have interest in doing this particular thing, but right now I don't have the money to finance that thing. And most of the time, I tell them, learn a particular skill, something that you can easily scale. So when you scale that particular skill, use the money you've gotten from that skill to build or to, you know, finance, you know, what you have passion for. 
So I, I guess we're on the same page, right? That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly. You know, one thing is that skill is a fundamental skill. It doesn't matter what you are doing. You need to learn how to sell. Because any skill that cannot sell is going to suffer. That's just it. Yeah. Any skill that can't sell is going to suffer. So you must understand the sales side of whatever skill set you want to learn, whether it's the high income skill or whatever kind of skill. Do you understand? So yeah. for me, it was still part of the process, all right? It was still part of the process. And of course, my long-term goal was to, you know, build something in tech. So I had to, you know, get into sales to, you know, keep on cash flow and all of that. While I could, you know, put in time and put in resources into building myself in tech. Do you understand? So, so that's, yeah. how, that's how it's been for me. But, you know, talking about passion now, um, um, the thing is, when it comes to making money, you have to keep passion aside. It's not really about what you're passionate about. It's about what is going to pay the bill, all right? Exactly. <laughs> if what you're passionate about does not have the capacity to pay the bills, then you have to drop it. Exactly. Do you understand? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, people that are top in their industries that are doing well, when you ask them, they give many, in, in most, I know there are some instances, but in most instances, what happened was that they started that thing because they needed cash flow, then doing it and bringing results now brought passion. So passion came in later, not at the beginning. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. What many people do is that they put passion first, but it shouldn't work that way. You should start that business and let the result of the business build the passion in you. That's how it works. Exactly. All right? If you just start off with passion and, you know, it's not something that and turn in result for you or it's not something that aligns with your core strength, at the end of the day, you're going to struggle and that passion may eventually die off. So you do what you need to do once you know it's proven and, you know, can generate resource for you. And once you start doing that thing and you start generating results, that result is going to build a passion in you. So it's never really about what you think you're passionate about, except what you're passionate about has the abilities and capacities to foot your bills at a time. Alright, so that way you could pursue it. But if not, you have to keep the passion aside first and do what you need to do first. Then passion can come in later, eventually. Wow, that was that was really amazing. Thank you so much. There's something you said earlier that struck me. You said you became a top athlete for learning kids. So I'm going to ask you this question. Meaning you, for you to become, you know, uh, I mean, for you to have become, you know, a top athlete, that means you were able to handle objections from your clients or from your potential prospects. So I'm going to ask you, I mean, how did you handle these objections? Because, you know, um, as salespeople, when you approach people that, okay, about a product or, or a service, there's this wall around them automatically. There's this wall around people that, okay, you know what, they come to sell me something, they just have this wall. So you have to break those walls to be able to get them to buy or, you know, something like that. So how do you handle those objections and how do you become a top athlete? I'm going to ask you some objections uh, um, when you're done answering these questions. So I want to know how you responded to them because I feel like a number of business persons think they are, you know, in the same spot and they don't know how to go past objections. And funny enough, your products awesome, service awesome, but you see these objection things, what's really killing them? So as a salesperson that was, you know, that is a top athlete, I mean, how did you go past objections, you know, in closing your prospects? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Let, 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 me, let me answer the question this way or let me come from this angle. Now, there are, there are different ways to read, of course, and, you know, it's not necessarily a straight line answer because people have different approach mm. or different yeah. ways they approach sales. Yeah. 
people like there are some kind of objections some people will have that will never have there's a kind of objections that might be peculiar to one or two persons of course depending on your style and approach now this is what i want to say and i think i said it earlier product and service are like the lowest form of sales that's how i see it all right now, i'm not saying it's written anywhere in any book or somebody did it but that's how i see it yeah product and service are the lowest form of sales all right sales real sales is about you selling yourself selling your ideas selling your vision do you understand yeah selling your plan that is what sales is and if you focus on those things your product and services are going to sell out do you understand yeah. now what people do is that they turn it they, they they kind of reverse that process you don't they don't sell themselves they don't sell their brand they don't sell their vision they don't sell their ideology then they just go straight to sell their product mm. do you understand now once yeah. you go you start off by selling your product without um you know selling yourself selling your vision selling your brand most times even the objection you're talking of you won't you won't even see because in the first place they won't even respond to you at least they would have responded to you before you have objection all right so that's how i do my sales all right focus more that's what i do focus more on selling yourself that's why i said everybody's in the business of sales focus more on selling yourself selling your ideology selling your belief system once people can resonate with your line of thought it will not be difficult for them to buy what you are selling yeah. you understand so yeah. that that's what i do and that was a style i did sold myself sold my ideology sold my vision sold my target sold my goal do you understand so yeah. at the time when i when i when i um signed up for nine weeks at the time i think i came in two months so i think it was a promo at the time all right and i think like one or two months to um that promo being over all right now one of the things i told myself when i came in was that this is my target this is the number of sales i wanted to make and i was being outspoken about it like i put it out there on my platform like people literally bought for me because they could feel the energy like it was radiating wow. do you understand so they were feeling they, they, they felt the energy they felt the vision they felt the sense of direction they could um how am i going to put it now they 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 want to associate themselves with somebody that knows where what he's doing and where he's going all right so because of that without stress the sales started coming like people were buying people that did not even need it they just bought it because okay i like the way this guy do you understand so yeah. that's why i said front off when it comes to sales before you talk about product and service you have to sell yourself sell your goals sell your ideologies of course there are a lot of ways to approach this question but this is like the fundamental way i do my stuff all right so i sell myself sell my ideologies sell sell do you understand once i've done that effectively then the product and service comes after and naturally because i've sold myself to you your resistance that wall that you have naturally is going to drop understand it's going to drop then it makes it very very easy for my product to penetrate in my product or my service all right so that's that's how i do it well is it, is I, it, I don't hope i don't i don't i don't hope my answers are valid now <laughs> yeah yeah they are i mean it's, it's like you just keep talking yeah so that means there's a connection between being confident and selling right because 
uh, from what you said, you said that uh, people could see your energy. People could see that oh, you are confident in what you are doing. You had a sense of direction. So, are you saying that there is a relationship between being confident and selling? Do they go hand in hand together? Okay. Now, let me, let me say it this way: You can't sell a product until you are sold to that product. Whoa. All right. So, yeah, you, you you can't sell a product until you are sold. So you are sold into that thing. Do you understand? Yeah. You can't sell an idea until you are immersed into that idea. Now, when you look at people like um 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 what's his name now Nelson Mandela of blessed memory, look at people like um Martin Luther King. One of the things that you know made those men generational voices that they are still being celebrated today was for the kind of things they stood out for. All right. Yeah. Now, before Nelson Mandela could sell the idea of, you know, trying to stop apartheid in, in South Africa, since himself was sold into that idea, he was so sold, he was, he was sold into the idea to the extent that he could afford to spend 27 years in prison. Hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. Now, before I, before I want, before I can stop um, um, stop the segregation, stop appetite, I have to be sold onto that belief myself. So he was literally sold, he was immersed in that belief system. Now, because he was immersed in it, naturally, it became easy for people to follow him. To the extent of him spending 27 years, and that was why when he came back, he could easily become the democratic um, president of South Africa. Yeah. That is exactly how selling works. Of course, he was selling something. Nelson Mandela was selling an ideology. Yeah. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. Ideology is a product. It's just that once you talk about sales, people think of I'm selling laptop, I'm selling book, I'm yeah. selling. It, it does not Do you understand? Yeah, selling is an idea. Is an idea. Is an idea. Is an ideology. A belief system you want to into another person's mind all right so before you can communicate that idea effectively you have to be sold on it you have to believe it like nelson mandela you have to believe that ideology you have to believe like um martin luther king i have a dream you have to you know be sold in that thing do you get that is exactly how it works because sales works with energy yeah it works with energy if i cannot see how to your product why will i buy it you are selling something to me as an accessory as a, maybe as a, you know a coat or something and you don't use it you don't wear it why will i buy it exactly so i have to feel that energy i have to know that you are sold onto this idea i have to know that you are sold onto this product because you have to be sold before you can sell if you are not sold onto that thing you are trying to sell you are going to struggle so the first process is getting sold now once you are sold onto that thing, you will be confident about that thing. If you are not confident about that thing, it means you are probably not sold on. Imagine that Nelson Mandela was being called up and, were, and the, you know, they asked him the question, maybe in court or where, um, you know, when he was convicted for 27 years. And they were like, okay, now we give you two options. Um, are you going to deny you were advocating for this movement and go home? Or are you going to accept and spend? Do you understand? Now, he was also that he could bear whatever consequence and repercussion that is going to come out of his stand. 
Do you understand? Yeah, that sure. is how it works in sales because sales is communication of ideas. Sales is getting your uh, your your getting your idea, getting people to believe what you believe, getting people to resonate with your line of thought, getting people to buy what you are selling, your product or your service. That is just what sales is. So if you are not sold on to that thing, you are going to struggle. And if you are sold on to it, confidence is going to come naturally. The confidence to talk about that thing, it's going to come. Hmm. Wow, that was that was awesome. Thank you so much. Confidence. No, I could I could actually yeah. relate to that. You know, um, I run a business and you know about it. You know, it's digital agency and you know recently I've been having you know a couple of sales because you know I'm trying to sell a you know web design masterclass and you know when we started that was um when I started you know trying to tell people about trying to tell people about it I was not really seeing results. But the very moment, you know, I, I got immersed into the idea of, you know, what my agency represents and I was able to, like, tell people about it, they started buying, they started, you know, oh, what's up, I want to be a part of it. So I can really relate when you said that, okay, for you to make sales or for you to be, you know, a good salesperson, you have to be immersed into, a, into the idea of whatever you're selling or whatever ideologies you want to push. So I can really, really resonate with that. But the question is, there are a lot of business people who, who are like, you know what, you know, I know I'm supposed to do this business, but I don't think I can really put myself out there when it comes to selling. Like, I'm not the, the sales kind of person. You know, I, I hate people say that kind of thing. You know, there's, there's, there's this friend I have that signed up for an affiliate program. And I was I was asking her, I was like, what's up? You've not made sales. She's like, you know, she doesn't want to really talk about it because she doesn't want it to change her personality. A lot of people don't know that she's into affiliate marketing right now. So, you know, she... She's um how do I put it now? She's we're both Christian somewhere, right? And we said we believe we are believers, you know. She's she's the kind of person that you know talks about um just you know faith based content, and she doesn't know how our audience is going to perceive her. So she doesn't want to change the perception of people around her, you know. So I don't know how would you want to cancel such person because I'm like man, you signed up for this affiliate program with like over hundred dollars, and then you are telling me that you don't want to do this because you know, what will people say and you don't want to sound like desperate and you don't have money, you're broke. So, I mean, what would you tell this person? Because it's really, I think a lot of persons are, are really in this spot. So, how would you counsel this person? Alright, so, um, first of all, what, what I'm going to say is this. What I'm going to say is this. For you to take your hands off your mind and you sign up for something means you already have that ideology that this is the line of thing you want to do. Do you understand? Now, if the case is that you are scared of people, then I think the issue is with the person. Because one thing we feel to understand is this. We overrate how people... I don't know, how am I going to interpret... How am I going to put this now? We overrate how people put us in their minds. I don't know if I, I don't know if my 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 English is correct now, my grammar is correct. But this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to say. You know, sometimes you want to go out there like, how is my clothes? How is my shoes? Yeah. Is my hair now? Is my hair? Because you are like, okay, people are going to see you. People are going to. But in the actual sense, people have a lot of things bothering them in their mind. A lot. about you. <laughs> Nobody's thinking that. Nobody's thinking about you. 
So if you are, you, you know, you are scared of taking a, a certain action or you are withholding to yourself because you think people are going to think, then I think, I think, I think you need, I don't know, I don't know, maybe I'll say mindset session. All right, you need to reevaluate what you want out of life. You need to reevaluate what you need to do because money is quite important. Yeah. Money is very, very important. And if you are broke and these guys are not paying the bills, the people you are trying to create an image for are not paying the bills, then there's a problem with that person. All right. Another thing too, I think that affects you know Christians too. Sometimes has to do with the foundational of you know the kind of churches the kind of structure they grew up with all right some of those things affect the mind and the way we see finance yeah all right thank god a lot of those things are changing now but sometimes all those things are rooted from how church was communicated to us from a younger age yeah all right some of us were brought up in systems where you hear when you hear somebody selling something, there's this resentment. Like, it looks as if it's a sin. Yeah. Do you understand? So there's this, there's this, um, um, I don't know how to put it, but you just grow up like, okay, I'm an ESCO, I'm a this, so I can't sell something. You mm. see me as a pastor. How am I going to, do you, do you understand? So I, I do, think perfectly. Are, I think all those things are limiting belief system that was created as a function of my environment yeah that's what i think do you understand because there are pastors that are big businessmen now yeah do you understand they are are doing very very well in the marketplace and are doing excellently well for god so i feel many many of those things i felt the world bringing and the environment and the kind of churches the kind of ministries and all of that so they tend to shape in our minds in a certain way. So it becomes difficult to break through that mindset. So sometimes you need counseling. You need to you need somebody who you could speak with and talk to you, someone you could be accountable to. So you could rewire your mindset, rewire your thought process. Sometimes if it needs you cutting out, because I did that too, you might need to do that for a short while. So that energy can come in. Alright? Yeah. Part of things I did personally too. Because I struggle with things like that when I started. I had to cut off a lot of people. Do you understand? Not because I hated them, but I don't want them seeing what I'm doing. So I don't have to put out things and start feeling yeah. how this person sees me. Exactly. I had to cut off a lot of I had to cut off a lot of people from my social media. Sometimes you might need to go and unfriend a lot of people. Just chase them away from your space. Yeah. So that you can do things and just do it like that. With that you know, or if you need to create a new, you know, social media profiles and all of that. So it can be certain that what you are doing now is just for the new version of you that you are rolling out into the public. Because the thing is that at the end of the day, those guys are not gonna pay on you. So you still need to grind on your own. Yeah. All right. I feel like I'm already talking too much. So let me just pause at this point. No, 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 you're not. Okay, we're almost out of time, but before we leave, something we're going to do something really practical. So I told you that I'm going to ask you you know, um, to handle a life objection because I know that one of the uh, um, popular objections a lot of business people get is, you know what, I like this thing you are selling. It's a wonderful product. I like this service, but man, I don't think I can afford it. So how would you handle okay. that right now? Okay. Uh, now, how to handle I can't afford the objection. There are different angles to it. All right. Now, Please go ahead. Let me say this first. 
if you are handling objection, you don't start handling objection when the objection has been made. I don't know if that, if that thing is correct, but I think you get my point now. You don't start handling objection when the prospect is telling you he doesn't have money. You start handling um, objections from the very beginning. That's why it's very important you have a customer avatar and plan out your whole marketing system from scratch. Now, mm -hmm. what do I mean? From the beginning when you started the whole sales process, you have already said um, tackling. Now, how do I mean, for example, you, you are selling a particular product and let's say it's only ladies that use it. Can you hear me? Perfectly. Please go ahead, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's a ladies only product. And from the beginning, you went to go and be marketing it in a space that are predominantly, maybe in a sports magazine or something that has a predominant audience for male gender. Yeah. Now, automatically, what you're doing is that you're already bringing in the objection because at the end of the day, no matter how sweet your presentation is, when you ask them to buy, they will tell you they are not a lady. Do you understand? Yeah. Or you want to sell it. Or you want to sell a uh, mid-level product, for example, and the first thing you want to do is to go and advertise on a platform that has relatively students. I'm not saying they are not students that have money, but you want to gather students. And you, you start passing out your marketing message. And no matter how sweet it is, no matter how they love it, many of them might not be able to afford it, especially maybe it's a product for, let's say, maybe 100K, for example, yeah. 50K. Many of them, no matter how they love it, at best, yeah, I bet they will just love it and like it, but they can't afford it. Yeah. Do you yeah. So your handling of objections starts from how you acquire your leads from the first place, how you funnel them. Do you understand? Yeah. How you how you sell yourself to them. All those things are handling objections already. It's not till they tell you they don't have money because you have to understand that our money is a function of so many other things. Yeah. So once you gotten all these things right from the beginning, all right, through your sales process to how you prime them, how they get into your funnel, you know, all of that, you are sure you got them from a correct source. They are your ideal leads, qualified leads, do you get? Yeah. And you brought them into your funnel. Now, once the lead is properly qualified and he now tells you, I don't have money, can you, can you hear me? Yes, perfectly. Now, once the lead is qualified, like you are setting your whole sales process is correct to the end. When he tells you he don't have money as an objection, what he's saying is not necessarily that he is not necessarily that he doesn't really have money. Do you okay. understand? Okay. What he's not trying to tell you is that you've not communicated your product or service enough hmm. that he can remove money to pay for it. You have not com communicated the benefit enough. Do you understand? Perfectly. It's quite different from when you went to gather students and this man tell you they don't have money. This man that tell you don't have money means he does not have money. Yeah. Do you understand? So you can't have that objection. What do you want to do? If it's not from now to tomorrow, you won't still have money. Yeah. All right? That's why I say your handling of objections start from the whole process from the very beginning. So if I know I've handled the whole process well to the last, then when I'm hearing I don't have money, I can easily understand what that I don't have money means. Hmm. Because even though that word, I don't have money, is the same thing in the mouths of different people. They mean different things depending on who is saying it. Exactly. So that means you are you saying... Understand? Okay, okay, please go ahead. Okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. So that means I'm you are saying... You. Okay, that, so that means you are saying that we have to understand target audience, right? Who are we reaching out to? Hey. So we don't waste our time. Hey. 
right? Exactly. All right, please go ahead. Exactly. That's, also, exactly. that's also part of it. Do you understand? Yeah. The reason why some people face a lot of objection is because they are not even with their ideal audience in the first place. Whoa. Yeah. You understand? So, already putting yourself, you know, in front of your ideal audience already cuts down customer objection to maybe 50% or more. It does. It does. Honestly. Yeah. You understand? So, that's like the first step that I say. Ensure you've done that with your homework well first. Do you understand? Or automatically that process would have already cut out a lot of objection. Alright. Now once it also goes down to the point of you know, still here and I don't have money, of course you already know that this person is qualified. So either I don't have money may not necessarily mean I don't have money. Do you understand? Yeah. It just means you've not communicated the benefits enough to the person where you can decide to pay for that thing. Alright? So, what I usually do is that I ask questions. Wow, okay. You understand? I ask questions because, of course, you know, sales is all about your customer yeah. and not about you. Yeah, very true. So, so, once I hear things like, I don't have money, I ask questions that relate towards the pain point of that product. Alright. Now, for example, if it's a make money kind of product, can you hear me? Clearly, please go ahead, yeah. Yeah. If it if it's if it's a product that is in the make money niche, for example, or let me use my course, for example, I have a course of freelancing or freelancing on upwork and I know that prospect is qualified and the person tells me I don't have money. If I was here I don't have money, next thing I tell the person is that because you don't have money, that is even the more reason why you need to take up this call. Exactly. Do you understand? That you don't have money that you said is even the more reason why you need to take up this call. Because when you take up this course and you follow through, you'll be able to make between X and Y. Do you understand? You yeah. You'll be able to solve all your money problem. Hmm. Very true. So I bring that person into the conversation. Then the next thing I start asking the person questions like, okay, um, why why are you really saying is it that you don't really have money or you, you get when I start you know going forward with some questions, the person will now lose down his guard over time. I'll be like, okay, this is what is happening. You know, I have a lot of things on me. Uh, my husband is this. My do you understand now? Yeah. By the time the person start losing guard and opening up, it now becomes much more easier for you to understand the mind of the prospect. Do you understand? Now, from your conversation, you can now know if that prospect will still convert or if it's just waste of time. Hmm. Because one thing I don't like is wasting my time. You get Nobody likes it. Yeah. Once you've penetrated and, you know, the guard has dropped down, from what the person is saying, you will be able to discern. So, if you can discern that this person will still likely convert, you can proceed. If you can see that this one will not necessarily buy you, cut the conversation. <laughs> you understand? Definitely. That's how I do. So I can sense it's intuitive. You will know once that guy is closed down and from the conversation, you will know if this person has a potential of taking a step up. So I can now press. Wow. Then now, depending on the kind of answer the person gives, I can now know what line to follow okay. because there are different ways of going about it. Sometimes, another thing I do is that I add bonuses for people to be paid while. Okay. Do you understand? 
question was, if you don't have money, I can be like, okay, how much do you have? Because that I don't have money, I try to tell you, I don't have that money to pay for this thing. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Remember I said that, first of all, you have to be sure this prospect that even qualified in the first place. Yeah. You, so sometimes I can be like, okay, how much do you have? Is it that this thing is too expensive? So they begin to open up, okay, this is the social amount I have. So I can be like, how about, but you know this thing will do A, B, C, D. Do you understand? It can help you make X turn your Y. Do you understand? Yeah. Make them see the benefit better. Then sometimes I can pump up the offer. I can say, okay, because I see you're serious in this, how about I give you 20% off, but you have to take it off within 24 hours. Wow. Do you understand? Those are things I do. So those things are peculiar to who I'm talking to part time. Part time, yeah. Those are some of the ways I go. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, Samuel, thank you so much. We're already out of time, but before we go, um, I just want to say thank you so much again. And how can people reach you? Because I know that a couple of persons are going to reach out to you later, probably to take your calls, to know how to you know, become a better salesperson and all that. So how can people reach you? What are your social media platforms? All right, all right. Thank you so much, boys. All right, so on Twitter, I'm Billionaire Sam. On Twitter, on Instagram, I'm Billionaire Sam. On Facebook, you have to search my name, Akolade Samuel. Or, sorry, Samuel Jibo. That's what you have to search out on Facebook. But I'm more, um, I'm more active on Instagram than I'm active on WhatsApp. So you could, you could reach me through those. Or do I have to call my WhatsApp line? Yeah, you can. You you should. You should. I mean, if you're comfortable okay, with it, okay, why not? Okay, okay, okay. All right, my WhatsApp line is 081-8834-6558. So you can reach me on WhatsApp via that number, 081-8834-6558. Or reach me on Instagram at Sam. Reach me on Twitter at Sam. Those are my most active social media all right thank you so much samuel thank you thank you Do what an episode family what an episode it was such mind-blowing incredible episode family so i want you guys to implement all that samuel has said you know implement it in your business and watch your business grow so fam i have a couple of resources i know a lot of people are pumped right now you want to make more sales but guess what you need the right information and samuel has passed a lot of information that's going to help you i have also resources that can help you grow your business and help you scale your business you want to make more sales you want to explode your sales if that is you all you need to do right now is click the link in the show description head over to my website and get my resources guess what fam i'm running massive discounts on most in fact all of the resources please do get them implement them and watch your business move to the next level watch your sales explode have an amazing week family a week filled with so much sales have a sales week right yeah thank you for listening to today's episode i'm sure you got value for it please don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating 